the worm workouts, for example, is just so much different to like anything else. Like you could do, for example, friendly Fran individually, and it's to walk in a park, and then you can do it on the worm with the team, and it's just the worst thing in the world. What's up guys, it's Tom from Chalking Fitness. Really hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you're not already following Chalking Fitness on Instagram, please do. Uh, it's at Chalking Fitness, where there's not only promotion for the podcast episodes, but also news and reviews that are of real interest to the UK-centric CrossFit and functional fitness community. Hope you enjoy this episode. If you want to support the channel further, then do check out the link in the show notes. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Choking Fitness Podcast. Delighted to come back with another episode. We've got a guest as always. And this week, I'm delighted to welcome Owen Roberts to the podcast. Owen, how's it going? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Um, I'm really well. I'm a little warm, but I think that's probably most people. You know, we're recording this on Sunday the 18th, I think it is. So it's been an absolute scorcher of a weekend. But we shouldn't complain because we don't get lots of them. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But it's a, it's a beautiful Sunday evening and really appreciate you kind of spending uh, spending some time chatting to me. You know, it'd be great to kind of dig into a few topics relating to, uh, you know, recent exploits with uh, the athlete program uh, team, which now, you know, can officially say you are going to be a, a CrossFit Games athlete, right? Yeah, it's funny saying it, but yeah, it's true. <laughs> has, that, has that sunk in yet? Or will um, it be when you get to Madison? It hadn't. And then they released some of the workouts over the weekend and they, they just released three workouts. And then I was like, oh, actually, hold on. We're actually going to be doing these workouts. So it's all getting a little bit real now. And then we've just done like not the same workouts, but like a little demo of what we're going to do. And yeah, it's starting to sink in properly now, though. Yeah, no, I bet. And I know that from just like following along both last season, this season as well, like kind of the mythology is that the kind of the diligence that goes into the whole team, you know, kind of doing the practice, doing kind of like, you know, training together and everything, you know, it's all about kind of being as prepared as you can to then execute once you get there, but obviously have some fun at the same time. Yeah, exactly. You've got to have that, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. So I definitely want to talk more about kind of like the team aspect, going to Madison, you know, that's super exciting. Probably it's all that's in your mind right now, but obviously, you know, you have been on the CrossFit scene in the UK for, for a long time. You've got individual sanctions, sanctionals appearances at both the Italian showdown and CrossFit strength in depth. Um, but I want to go back even further. So you've trained for a number of years at CrossFit Aberystwyth over in, yeah. um, in mid Wales, but like when, when did you kind of like get into CrossFit? Did you come from another sport or did you just stumble across it in, uh, in, in mid Wales? So originally I'm from North Wales. So, um, and the, you know, there's, there's no CrossFit and stuff up there, but there's a little gym there that does like CrossFit and stuff like that. So, um, one of my mates came to uni in Aberystwyth and then he started going to the gym and then he sent me the videos and stuff like that, him doing it. I was like, well, oh, that looks quite cool. Then, you know, you start watching it, you see Froning, and Kalipa and all these people, you know, doing it. So as you do, you Google it, you YouTube it and stuff like that. So I went to this local gym up north and just start doing like a mixture of bodybuilding type with Olympic weightlifting just mixing it in together like bench press and power cleans 10 down to one and stuff like that you know like all the fun stuff lit linda every day of the week right <laughs> basically yeah but with <laughs> like you know 
with some like cleans, bench, dips, pull-ups, or maybe there was never a snatch involved or nothing like that because I didn't have the mobility back then. Playing rugby and stuff like that and doing bodybuilding, I just didn't have the mobility for it. And then um, a job opened up and then my mate was like, oh, there's a job here. Do you want to apply for it? I was like, I don't really know anything about CrossFit, really. So, yeah, don't worry. He'll pay for you to go on your level one, do this, that, the other, and stuff like that. Yeah, go on then. So I filled in the application form, got the job anyway, did all these. And then, yeah, I moved probably six years ago, and that's when I started doing it properly. But I was only doing it, like, not serious, you know, just having fun with it. And then about two years in, I think, I was like, I'm actually all right at this. I might do a competition or so. And then, yeah. It just all kicked off from there, basically. Awesome. Nah, that's uh, always nice to hear. And uh, like I say, kind of interesting to know when people kind of go, you know what, I'm kind of all right at this and kind of then start to really focus. Um, I've I've completely screwed up. I've not done my my warm up questions. I think it's because, you know, I've been, you know, it's been great to meet you in person training at, at CrossFit Ellsbury a number of times. So I do. And we have talked, we've mentioned Linda already, a bit of bodybuilding, a bit of weightlifting, kind of Olympic weightlifting. But yeah. my warm up question is always like, if you could design your own birthday workout and pick three movements, what would it be? It would be power cleans, ring muscle ups, and probably bench press. <laughs> where where's right so in terms of weight like how if you think about linda right where's are we going to be at body weight bench press or are you want it a bit lighter where do you want it where you, where do you want it to be i'd probably be around the 100 kilo mark oh nice nice <laughs> yeah about 100 kilo mark oh, for the brilliant. cleans and the bench yeah ah nice nice so just enough to kind of like you know you could do some do do some kind of smaller sets right but just trying trying to keep it keep keep it ticking through yeah exactly awesome and then if you're uh if you're training um like what's your go-to music and i guess the extension to that is now you're training with the crossfit ellsbury team the athlete program team has there been a clash of kind of like music preference now you're training with the team um Normally, I just like quite mellow music, but um, as you've seen yourself, we've got our, our own song now, and we the uh, the Tiesto song. Let's get down to business. <laughs> so at the minute, they're all hating me because I just keep putting that one on, <laughs> just on repeat. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Whoever knew there'd ever be a reason when you hit like repeat and you can go repeat one track that that's what you'd use it for, just to play that song over and over again. <laughs> that's what I do, basically. Yeah. They're like, oh, not again. <laughs> Awesome. So you kind of said after a few years, you were kind of focusing on like kind of, you know, actually really good at this, enjoying the methodology, but the, the sport of CrossFit as well. Um, you've got a few individual sanctional um, appearances. When you were approached to join the, the athlete program team for the 2021 season, had you already kind of like considered like team being a thing? I mean, is that something that was... It, I mean, like say CrossFit's not as big in Wales, so is it more a lot of solo training? Um, yeah, a lot of it's quite solo training, Training, to be honest with you. Like there's a couple of people that I'll, I'll train with maybe, but then I'll scale their workout down so that the balance is the same. Mm. So then th we might finish the same time or like it'll push me to go a little bit harder. But um, the last SID that we did, which was the one that Fraser was in, um, I did go, well, I put my name as a team as well there. And I think we were in with, I can't remember what the team was, whether it was me, Jordan, um, from ASAP Fitness, um, Meg and uh, Erin Telford. But then 
I made the decision then, do you know, I'm going to go individual because I qualified individual. Mm. I thought it might be the only chance you ever get to compete with Fraser. Mm. So I didn't go team that year. I went individual, but it's always been in the back of my head being like, oh, I'd like to go team. I'd like to go team. But it was really hard to get the connections here, really, and to build like a team, so to speak. So I've always just been individual. And then obviously during COVID as well, I had um, Australia Linder, I had Canada Linder, and I was supposed to go to China, but I didn't go. So that was three that I kind of missed out on individually as well. And then I thought with the year off, and then I think Carl approached me from uh, the athlete program. I was like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, it must have been really tough, like say, to have a number of competitions racked up. You know, you you start to train like as an individual, you're tracking your yeah. progress. You're thinking, I'm going to be ready for this, you know, and the sanctionals format did give, give that opportunity. Um, and then it was like, well, how are CrossFit going to change this year, right? You know, is it going yeah, to be one exactly. and done? So um, how, so just briefly, like, not like, tr- like competing against Fraser at, at, at Sid, but also kind of like the likes of Noah and Scott, um, and Roman down at the Italian showdown did that that must have been pretty special right at both those events yeah because like in Italy it was kind of it wasn't as serious as Sid <clears throat> like Sid is quite serious because you've got like a lot of fans and like you know the Brit fans they love to like you know <laughs> get into that but in Italy they weren't really that bothered and like Scott like was so calm Noah was calm as well Roman doesn't speak a word of English so he's just frightening he could have been calm. But, <laughs> yeah. But like I was chatting to Scott and Noah a couple of times and just like asking them for tips and stuff for on the workouts and they were really helping and stuff and just like, oh, I would do this personally if I was you and stuff like that. And yeah, they were good to be fair. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that. And it was kind of a knockout competition as well where you advanced every day, which was quite fun. But then um, going to Sid where you had a total different, it was like everybody was there. It was very serious. And Scott was there as well in Sid and the team with uh, Mayhem. And, of course, um, yeah. Yeah, so I chatted to him about Italy and stuff. So I was quite impressed that he remembered. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice. It's nice to, at both of those, there's still that kind of community aspect, even if one's yeah. serious. Whereas, I'd, yeah, the Italian ones, almost it starts with hundreds, right? And everyone just gets knocked out day after yeah. day, right? It's nice that you got the community aspect at both sides of that. Scott remembered you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Yes. So, and uh, looking at this season, then um, Carl approached you from the athlete program, saying, "You know, do you want do you want to go team?" And you were like, "Yes." Now, there's definitely, I say, following the team last season as well. They've got a, a number of podium finishes under their belt, and you were coming in as the new guy. Did yeah. that feel like a lot of pressure coming into yeah. what was already an established team, um, but also with accolades already under their belt? Yeah, it was. It was like. On one hand, I had like, I'm going to have a chance to go in one of the best teams probably in Europe. And on the other hand, I'm like, what if I'm not good enough? (laughs) So like you had these two, you know, so I was like, right, okay. Individually, I'm good enough. I was putting in my head. But then it's so different in a team. Like you could be probably one of the best individuals and it doesn't mean you'll slot into the team. Like... Mm. The worm workouts, for example, is just so much different to like anything else. Like you could do, for example, friendly Fran individually, and it's to walk in the park, and then you can do it on the worm with the team, and it's just the worst thing in the world. <laughs> so it's just it's a lot different. But yeah, like like you said, 
I seen their progress. Like they were like second in like four or five comps. I was like, fuck, this is a good team. But um, I was like, well, might as well jump into the best team, innit? If you're gonna go team. Yeah, great, great opportunity. It's a it's a growth opportunity, right? <laughs> exactly. And that's the way I looked at it. Yeah. So is a lot of the kind of like team movements new to you, like at that that level? I mean, you you mentioned you're already in SID with for a potential team and then went individual, but kind of like getting that time on the worm, time doing synchro gymnastics and things like that, was that all quite quite new to you when you started training with the yeah. team? So like when I started training with them, I, I don't think I touched a two man worm, but I've never touched a four man worm or a four person worm. Um, but yeah, it was it was a shock to the system to begin with. I was like, OK, I was like, I even looked at the three and I went, is the heavy is, is it heavier in the front or are you stitching me up here? <laughs> and they were just laughing. Like, okay. Right. This is going to be tough. Uh, yeah, I bet. I bet. And I guess that but. I've talked to Mike about kind of teams and says that it's that about finding the right piece of the jigsaw to fit what you've already got, right? It's not about finding the four best individuals. It's about finding the four. All of them will be great athletes in their own right, but they've got to be able to work together. And so yeah, it's, exactly. it's really, yeah. really nice to see how how you've kind of gelled with that team. And, you know, having been up at L3, it's, it's great to kind of watch you guys kind of both competing in the qualifiers, but like you, you seem to have a good good rapport as well. So that's cool. Spend a lot of time together, so it's got to be... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the the season's been different this year with the kind of quarterfinals. So I think for a lot of people, um, you know, they would have been re-engineering the way they approach the season. So it'd be like, go through the open, make the 10% um, and then kind of, okay, now it's time to target semis and, and then onwards. Like, yeah. did you find it quite different kind of approaching the season as a, as a team, right? One and done in the open and, and, but equally not really, thinking just solo of yourself, thinking of the team performance. Yeah, so like normally, you, you know, you approach it and you've just got to put the best performance you've got to do. And even if then it's, you think it's the best, you still do it again anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, because this is what you do individually. Like, you do it like, you know, I've done one couple of workouts, you do them three times and it's just like, but with this, knowing that the chances are you can do one and done and still do the 10%. And I think all of us did them one and done. I think maybe Charlotte repeated one or, or something like that. I can't remember. But most of us just did one and done. And, um, yeah, it was like when you look at the leaderboard, and I can't remember, I was way down anyway, way down. Like the last time I did the Open, I was something like 20th in the UK. And this time I was something like 200th in the UK or something. I was like, okay, this is bad. But it's just knowing that, this year you're not doing it for you do you know what I mean it's just like getting through that stage yeah and then advancing and then you can up your training you can get fitter stronger whatever yeah. and then keep going as you go through the stages yeah yeah and I'd, I'd done my homework so it was in 2020 you were 25th in the UK and this season you were 52nd so you know it's it's, it's not it's not 200th but like did that no, and like you say you know you're doing it for the team did it take some real did you have to tell yourself that a few times be like oh, yeah. you know this is not the goal this is just part of the process yeah and then when you see people like oh my god i'm just a lot better than them they just why they're ahead of me and then knowing as well that i wasn't going to do the quarters individually so you can't really wind it back and be like so i was like do you know what just forget about it individually yeah. you know where you are just move on yeah 
yeah and you're going to pick up that uh pick up that jersey for madison anyway so that's the, yeah, that's exactly. the goal right yeah that's the, yeah the end goal was there so happy days the, the process has worked so yeah so in in this season you've you've obviously had to move to Aylesbury and you've been training out across for Aylesbury and that's I've, I've spoken to Mike on a recent pod like plate stack chat podcast about that you know around the world we've seen people having to relocate to train and things and yeah. that's like a huge commitment and there's obvious kind of like sacrifices if not just the kind of four-hour drive to be able to see you know friends and family back in in yeah. uh, Aberystwyth but like what's been like some of the hardest parts of making that commitment to, to the team and, and that relocation? It's just been away from like my partner and stuff like that more than anything like because we were like we're so close we're like underneath our feet more or less all the time and then being able to be like not seeing her because I'm away all the time that's been the hardest part really like just not seeing her and yeah otherwise you know it's been great you know yeah the team have kept you busy in in Aylesbury right <laughs> yeah like that's another thing like because I've, I've been busy like doing like well if, if you see the program mike puts me it's like hours on end of aerobic capacity so at least i know hours are going by just sitting on the the cv <laughs> equipment so that's one thing isn't it so has that been a big focus for you then like for, for this season is building the aerobic capacity yeah i've done a lot of work on the aerobic capacity and a lot of work on like handstand push-ups and stuff like that just the the two let's not talk about double unders but they're the two main ones really that I do struggle with is like that aerobic base and uh, the handstand push-up stuff really. So I'm not, I'm not allowed to do the fun stuff. I, I'm, I'm never allowed to barbell cycle anymore and uh, do all my gymnastics. It's all about the handstand push-ups and hours on end on the bikes and stuff. <laughs> Building that base. Yeah. yeah. So well, one thing, and we did talk about this before I kind of hit record was that alongside the kind of training, you know, I'm sure you've got to know the, the community up at CrossFit Aylesbury um as well which has been been fun but also like so will gaunt's been kind of capturing a lot of it has it yeah. been pretty special to kind of like see some of that work that he's creating that's kind of like you know putting you guys in in lights as it were you know for for both reflecting you know you do you guys do a lot of to camera stuff but also capturing the action yeah like to be honest with you when we're in the middle of like the workouts and stuff like that i don't really know i have a clue where he is because i'm just so focused and then all of a sudden he'll put these videos up and I'm like, yeah, when did you get that? <laughs> and then you just see it all. And it's like, oh, fair play. That's really good. But um, yeah, I'm impressed with his work, to be honest with you. And it's, it's good for the team as well. We get a little bit of exposure and, you know, it's, it's nice really so that people can see the, the work that goes on behind the scenes as well. Now, I think it's really important to kind of, for that exposure to get that recognition and, and just recognize the heart and, you know, the, the bit of reward maybe that comes with that exposure yeah. for, for the hard work that you guys are, are putting in to kind of get, get to Madison. So, uh, yeah. So you're heading to, to Madison later this, later this week, I guess. Right. So with yeah. the games being the week after, um, has there been like a lot of, I mean, there's been the whole travel and visas and having to get the travel waiver exemption, national interest or something like that. So has that been a lot of, uh, anxiety or has it been mainly Mike and, and Carl that have been dealing with that Mike's been dealing with most of it to be honest you know, I dread how he feels but like it's been stressful on everybody just like <clears throat> knowing that you know oh we might have to go to Mexico for a week or we might have to do this and then obviously we've got a couple of sponsors which is good but then 
like the last thing you want to do in, as well is go to Mexico when it's not needed in one way. And then, you know, you're putting a lot of money in towards that side of it. But um, luckily we've got all the exemption and everything like that now. And so all that's good, really. Yeah. It can be as straightforward as it can be, at least with that exemption, but it's coming at pretty the last minute, right? So and if you wanted to take more support crew with you, then they'd be having to, you know, go for a two-week stopover in wherever, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. So we so, get one support person each, which isn't too bad. So I think we've got 10 going out, which is pretty decent, really. Yeah, yeah. Can have lots of fun, that's for sure. Yeah. So and there's a there's a you know, there's another two teams going, there's a number of individuals and age group athletes. So there'll be a fair few from the UK over there. So I'm sure you'll do us all proud. Yeah. So there's I think there's three teams, is there? And then you've got um is that two two masters? Yeah, it's three masters. I think there's no there might be there might be five three. five yeah, there's quite a few. So there's three teams and then you've got Kelly Friel and Kelly Marshall. Yeah. Anita Tucker, um, then you've Spencer Whiteley's gone Spencer, out, yeah. Um, but then there's, I think, a two or three others in the in the higher age divisions as well, two teens, and then there's a few um, adaptive athletes going as well. So it's it's phenomenal, really. Yeah, it's good. Now, really looking forward to it. Um, you mentioned, um, I don't, don't know whether I'd hit record at this point, that you had started doing a bit of a simulation weekend because they've released some of the uh, released some of the workouts. So you know, you've got swim and paddle in the first first event so have you guys yeah. been doing a fair amount of swimming to get ready for that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we've been it's working a par- on it's that a par- it's a partner swim right so maybe you can just take a tether is that needed you know just to well, <laughs> i know maddie and charlotte are very good swimmers so they can just carry us through that one and we'll just have a little um life jacket on us and they can pull us along <laughs> uh and then in the other workouts we've got the um the Bob's been introduced, right? Yeah. So I know from watching you guys are great with synchro gymnastics and stuff. Um, but what what's have you done any kind of like? And it's it's not just a sled, right? If I remember the Bob correctly, it's like a it's like a skip yeah. on on skis or something. Have you been pushing a car around the car park? We've done a bit of sled pushing, and then we've tried to like make bands across so it like it, it as if you're in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's not the same. We try to make it as heavy as possible as well. And what we try to do is have two go at the same time to try mm-hmm. and mimic, and then try and stay together. But obviously, it'll yeah. be a lot different. Hopefully, we get to practice it when we get out there. And then um, we did some of the bar muscle ups as well. We didn't do a whole seventy five of that mind because that is a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's and that was that was the main thing I saw from those announcements. The kind of like the the huge sets of uh, of. Yeah. of bar muscle ups all team synchro as well there's a yeah. and then later on in the same day you've got toaster four bar. or five sets of 42 toaster bar as well yeah <laughs> i don't know if they're synchro as well i imagine they might be so uh you know it's uh it's gonna we're be gonna a grippy no day hands left. yeah we're gonna have no <laughs> hands left at the end of the day i i think that the fourth and final one will probably be a sprint okay and it'll be a gymnastics and a bob couplet again, I think. But it'll be like a handstand walk sprint down and maybe a bob sprint back or something like that. Yeah. On your poor hands, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The ones you've just ripped, you're going to have to walk on them. On the hot well, grass. 
Yeah, I was going to say if it's hot artificial turf, which I know they've had problems with in the past. It'd just be like, oh, it'll just it'll just sear them closed. It'll be fine. You'll be great for tomorrow. <laughs> we'll have about fifty teams drop out because they've got no hands to the rest of the workout. Yeah, fingers crossed. It's not too grip heavy, uh, or at least, well, it is going to be grip heavy. But your hands kind of are are in decent nick, and you can kind of enjoy the rest of the weekend. Yeah. So we did talk about how warm it is and I checked the long range weather for Madison and the beginning of next week, which will be the week of the games is 28 degrees. So it's actually, a, it's a few degrees cooler than here, but that's still warm relative to what we're used to in the UK. My yeah, kind of final question for you, which, uh, you know, I'm definitely struggling with um, is like, how do you train with the intensity that's required or even more compete with the intensity? How, what, what's, what's your kind of go-to kind of, trying to stay hydrated um but equally trying to stay fueled because i really struggle to eat much when it's really hot what what's your go-to i'm pretty good at drinking water to be honest with you i've got like you've seen me with my big tub anyway haven't you like <laughs> i'm the only one that still walks around with a massive canister <laughs> but um i tend to go through like one and a half of them a day maybe even two of them depending so i'm quite good with water but like the same i struggle to eat when training so like say if we got three workouts in it like the semi-finals for example yeah it all depends i try and have like a lot of fruit to be honest with you mm-hmm. just to keep those sugars going through and then i'll try and have like a protein shake where it's not like milk based so it's not heavy it's more like well like kratos basically so yeah. it's more like liquid cola cube <laughs> exactly cola cubes all the way but yeah that, that's normally my go-to and then after the day's done, I'll have like a binge or like a big meal and then get it all in then and then go again then the next day. The morning, I tend to have like a granola, protein shake, maybe some eggs, bagels, but I struggle to eat in those middle period, to be honest. Yeah. So with uh, with four, uh, four workouts on the first day of the games, that'll be a fun one to try and balance through. I know, I know. Yeah. I think probably the the last the, those three events will probably be like do that, have a two three minutes rest, do that, two three minutes rest. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's so it's more like a like like a, a triplet of of kind of events. Really. Yeah, yeah, I think so. so yeah, yeah, yeah. F- fingers crossed. It's not just a long day because I guess that's the thing as well, right? And thinking about like going up speculating now on the fact that you know the restrictions you you're facing have only been able to bring one support right you guys are going to have to go off and try and find food and things like that and like your one support individual is going to be playing like every role right go and run for this run for coffee run yeah. for food you know those us based are going to just have like everything they need right yeah i know so uh, but i really hope it's a i've no doubt it'll be a great experience um and so no it's been really good to talk to you um and just want to wish you safe travels but an amazing experience both on and off the competition floor in madison thank you very much